Hello, this is Ringo, and I'm here to tell you that we're going to talk about postcards from paradise today. So here you go, the Fab Four Free Fall. Peace Not and a love. bit like Cagney. Peace and love. What the? And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All, a weekly internet talk show about the Beatles. Wow. I am your moderator for today, Rob Leonard, and joining me as always is... Mitch Axelrod. And... Tony Chiguardo. And today we are going to talk about Ringo Starr's latest album, his 18th album. Wow. Not including live albums. There will also be the 400th album. Yeah, he's had a lot of live albums. Yes. His 18th album called Postcards... From Paradise. Yay! And it is um, his new album using many people who have showed up in the all-star band over the years. Matter of fact, Steve Lukather is on a lot of tracks. And for the first time ever, the all-star band, which is the current all-star band for those who are following Ringo in 2015, they all contributed to a song. Islands in the Sun. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I know, but I'm just saying. Ugh, you know, give I, away the whole was, show in one shot. Okay, take care. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Go listen. Thank you very much. That's so, all. Um, we'll be right back. It, it's, this album, compared to the last few albums where Ringo is basically the producer, is a very strong record, I think. This is a, a well, yeah, much but, stronger record than I thought it was going to be. But it's, it's funny, though. It's produced by Ringo Starr, but it's recorded by Bruce Sugar. I don't know what that means. It means the, he hit the play button. The engine, and play and right. Bruce Sugar actually sat there with his hands on the faders. Yeah. Well, it says mixed by Bruce Sugar and right. Ringo Starr. Right. What's mi- the difference? Ringo is the Jeff producer, Emmerich. which means that Ringo says, all right, all right, you know what? I like that version. Yeah. Add, add a little more, you know. What Basically, when you produce an album, and, and I had the pleasure of actually doing that a couple of years ago, you're the person that says, Stop there. Right. That's perfect. Right. And, you know, a little more of this, a little more of that. And, and, and he's self-producing now. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, you know, he, he worked with Dave Stewart on uh, Liverpool 8. He worked, of course, with uh, Mark Hudson on a bunch of great records I happen to like a lot. But he's now sort of doing it on his own. It's, it's almost Ringo's on this for the last few years. The record was going to come out. Every two years, 2010, 2012, well, 2008 came out a record. 2014, he missed the deadline for whatever reason, and it came out in 2015. Right. And part I'm of glad. I am glad, too. And part of the reason, I think, is because along the way, Paul McCartney went to Robbie Robertson and said, Hey, Robbie, why isn't Ringo in as a solo artist? In the Hall of Fame. In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Robbie Robertson went to his good pal, Jan Wenner, and said, Well, Paul wants to know why... Ringo isn't as a solo artist. And I think that's one of the reasons why this album was waited until this Probably, yeah. release date. Maybe. Well, it's, I think it's part of it, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from when we're recording is coming up this week. So, Well, the week that we recorded. We, week we recorded. And also, for those who know, Ringo was going to be introduced by Paul. So that was part of the thing, because Ringo's not going in as an artist. He's going in in... Musical some, influence or whatever it, it, it's it was. It's some made-up category. Bizarre. It's a made-up category. Yeah, just to I mean, satisfy yeah. us. stupid. I mean, I'm glad that he's going in there. There's a lot of other bands, and we can do that whole other show on that. Who yeah, right. who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? But that's a whole, a whole other thing. This record has a lot of typical good time feel of Ringo that he's he's sort of fallen into in the last few years. There's only a couple of songs where he maybe sounds angry. 
Well, you per know, se. But he's written some great, pretty decent love songs on here too. Well, there's well, co-written. He's I co-written think there's everything. Eleven songs though, and yeah. it's over forty minutes, which yes. for a Ringo album. Yeah. My goodness, he used to do the old Beatle thing where he gave you 20 minutes, bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. And now, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, especially Ringo 2012. Right, right. I that mean, Ringo 2012 was a disjointed, minutes. and it was very disjointed. It was it was good in points, but very disjointed. Why not, I thought, was very good. Right. You know, and not because we interviewed him, but because it was a strong album. And when was Liverpool 8? <laughs> Liverpool 8 was 2008. It was 8, right. But this one, you're getting 44 minutes of Ringo. And you don't mind 44 minutes No, it doesn't feel like it. It's no, it doesn't. It's a very, you know, when I first heard it, it was going to be called Postcards from Paradise. And then I saw the cover, which was taken by Rob Shanahan, his photographer. And it's a very good cover. I actually like the cover mm-hmm. a lot. I do, right. too. You know, with the... Uh, the palm trees the in palm his trees glasses. in the glasses. Yeah, I think cool. it was... I think it's so well done, because Ringo looks great, you know, yeah. for whether you say he's pickled or whether he just whatever. He honestly looks great. And you could tell he's having a good time in his later yeah. years. And the little... Stamp thing and it looks like right, a stamp. Yes, but when I heard it was postcards from paradise, I thought, okay, maybe this is his gone tropo. Yeah, that type of thing, you know, sort of. Or, or he went away on vacation and decided to record an album, right? Which was part know. of the George Harrison album, too. So. But we knew going into this one from what we had heard of Ringo recording that. It was sort of like the thing where, you know, you always says the same thing. Well, if you come over to my house, you're going to be on the record. Right. Okay, but this time, for 2012, it was very disjointed. He did the Think It Over, right. which was on the... Which I love. The, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it was already on the Buddy Holly album. Right. He took it for that. And the rest was okay. But this one almost felt more like Why Not, meaning it's very well produced, where the other one, maybe, maybe Ringo 2012, wasn't as produced. This is more of an album to me, really a, a, an album of, of unity. Yeah, I agree. It's a very laid-back, casual album, but I don't mind that from Ringo. Maybe I minded it from George, I, although I, you know how much I love Gontrapo. Sure. But maybe I did mind it from George at the time because it was too lazy for George, and George was so good, and he's my favorite Beatle. But with Ringo, you don't mind it. R- you know, he comes up with the whole postcards again. You know, he had the postcards from the boys. Right, right. Um, which was a very fun book. I love that book. And which, uh, as of this shaping, is going to be coming out in paperback. Right. So if you bought the $800 version, I'm sorry. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know what? Uh, yeah. the one thing about those special books, you know, that George has put out, I like the fact that he puts them out as normal books because I can't afford the $800 book. Well, actually, you I'm, know, I'm, or whatever originally cost I'm, I'm wrong because postcards from the boys came out as a paperback. Or whatever it was, hardcover, but less. Out, right. Right, but yeah. the, the new one, photograph. Right, that's it. That's photograph. It. That one is actually coming out as a, a, a lesser, much lesser. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine. That's I don't mind <laughs> that the expensive one's there, but I, I can't afford it. So give right, me the so, one I can afford. Right, and not only on my iPad. I, I yeah, hate that. Yeah, I hate that. I want to, I, when I you have a book, photos. I want to physically pick up, it's called right. photos. Right. I don't want to flip. Right. I want to have it in my hand. But anyway, this album is a lot cleaner, much more produced. Thanks to Bruce Sugar, I think, because yeah. he also did keyboard programming. Yeah, he's, he's, he did. He was very he's sort involved. of Ringo's behind-the-scenes guy. Yeah, he, he's the guy I think sets up everything and then sort of gets it going. Though Ringo, is, it's well, his decision he's as with producer. Bruce a lot now. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, which is great. Again, as you said, I think he used a lot of people that he had used prior. Gary Nicholson, who was on Why Not 2012. And again, the all-star band. Gary, Gary Burr. Gary Burr. Gary Burr. He, he back on the round. He's the only roundhead left. Yeah, he's the only one left that... that, <laughs> that well, Joe Walsh, too. Joe Walsh. Roundhead? He was a roundhead, yeah. 
don't know. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. call him a roundhead. I would say like Steve Dudas and, yeah, okay. and Mark Hudson. He played on the uh, VH1 storyteller. Yes, I know. But, oh, that's true. So. But Joe, well, he's his brother-in-law, so that's he's going to so. play on it. But, uh, you know, even I'm glad he didn't do like Paul McCartney on it. We had rumors that maybe Paul would be on something. Yeah. He, he wasn't, he, he, unless he, it's uncredited. usually get with something with Paul, like, you know, he just showed up one day and then he does Walk With You, which, right. you know, to me was one of the best things Ringo's done in 20 years. Right. But, so, but yeah, Paul, there's not even like a rumor that Paul showed up. He just didn't. Now, I've gone on record as saying that there's like a string of five songs on this that I think are some of the, it, probably one of the strongest consecutive five songs on any Ringo solo album. Any. Really? Yes. Well, well let's all. Interesting, okay. We're I'll gonna let, go, like we'll go that. through that. Do you want to give them at the end or you want to give them now? Well, I'll, I can give them now. Okay, I mean, just well, give or, the, t- or or just give the when titles. You, when we hit the first one, just say oh, yeah, this okay, is where yeah, the run okay, starts. That's, we'll do that. Okay, that's because yeah. I, I really feel like I will be very, very upfront with you as of this taping. People know we did not get an interview with Ringo. No. And so we are not going to diss him because no. of that. No, we're But not, I'm also not going to praise him because, you know, he gave us. We didn't get that Ringo interview we were supposed to get. You didn't hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you weren't around. Wow, I give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I think maybe that helps us with our review. I so we're not jaded in any way. Either way. I wasn't going to let, let it affect No, but I wanted to let like people know right. we didn't get the interview when a lot of other people did, and we tried uh, for whatever reason. Please, everybody, if we haven't done what we could have done, we've tried. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then again, if we ever get another interview with Ringo... Just remember Ringo and anyone who works with Ringo that we actually ask questions about Ringo's solo career and the album that's just come <laughs> out. We don't sit and ask about stuff that happened about 55 years ago. You mean Scott Chatton. Um, but uh, you know, you know, or Beatle questions that he was now, asked on other talk shows. To be fair, there are a number of our Beatle friends who did interviews and they were really, really good. Yeah, right. sure. Because they knew right. people like, I'll say it right off now, Jeff Slate, Dennis Mitchell, right. Joe Johnson, right. Ken Dashow. Yeah. Those people... Did ask some really good yes. questions. Sure. So, you know what? Kudos to them. And we're glad they got the interview. And, but Ringo deserves the attention for this album because it, it is a strong album. It's a very strong it album. It really is. So, it's, you know. It, you wish there was a way for Ringo to put it out in a different manner. In what way? The, the giveaway thing is too easy because he doesn't need the money. He always jokes on stage that, oh, who's actually bored? And then yeah, the other three people. But yeah. see, truthfully, though, I do hear what you're saying and I really gave that some thought I'm really interested that you brought that up because it kept going through my head that you've got someone who is still a fantastic concert draw right and why not no pun intended simply just give the record away at, or the at the concert yeah that's what which Prince has done yeah which Prince has Paul, done which, Paul has which, done the thing and, when you, you know, buy a ticket yeah you buy the ticket you get the album and, and you're the gonna way, sell at least 50,000 and the way easily. it works with Billboard is is that uh, as long as it's on the ticket it counts as a sale yes if it's not on the ticket then it doesn't count as a sale what do you mean so if it says you will get a free yeah, yes it will say okay. you know, Ringo yeah. Star the All-Star Band and, because the assumption and is that you're that you're paying a little extra and you're getting the record. And now, so that's the and way Paul did it. it in Great Britain when he put out the Amoeba show that was part of uh, the, the Daily, Daily Mail. Mail or whatever. Yeah. And that was part of the thing. It said on the paper, you know, free Paul McCartney record. Right. What I wish is something different where maybe he did a duet with, not the way Paul did with Kanye and no. Rihanna. That would be the wrong people. But maybe with Mumford and Sons or something totally Ooh. different. But who's out idea. there popular just to get them 
that crowd to come over to just say, hey, oh, they're on this record. Oh, we're going to buy it. Someone different. You know, these are all Ringo's friends on Do a Nashville here. record with the Punch Brothers. Something like that. You just wish that there was a different angle to sell this record because this is your typical Ringo record. His buddies are on the record. It's a strong record uh, melody-wise and musician-wise, but it's not going to sell, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say I was saying to Mitch... If you think about it, some of Ringo's albums in the first couple of weeks sell as many copies as we have downloads. Yeah, and then unfortunately, that's, and maybe and that's, un- less. that's sad because Ringo has had, a, I think, a good string since Vertical Man, or even Time Takes Time. Of there basically, were a of, they were mostly really good. Yeah, there's, there's, one or there's, two that there's nothing bad. No, this one deserves no. to be heard. Though. This one is a little bit better than, we'll say, Ringo 2012 or. Um, you know, Liverpool late, I thought was kind of slacking a little. Are, are you ready? I, I didn't I was, like Liverpool. Late. I loved Are You Ready, okay. the last track. I love. I it. did too. That was such yeah. a birds of bees of monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. But this um, one deserves to be heard. And, yeah. and, and can I, I get? Can I get something just out of the way yeah, sure, before sure. we go into it? Yep. I'm gonna just get it out out in the open once, and then just be done with it. But auto tuning is the end of the world. Yes. I, I hate it. I, I mean, I hate it with an incredible, incredible, incredible passion. I agree. I brought up how much I hated it when we did recently an episode on Art of McCartney, and I was saying that, you know, frickin' Gene Simmons' voice mm. is being auto-tuned. And the truth is, you know, I've heard recent Kiss records, and Gene Simmons' vocals are not, or at least if they are, it's done much better than it was on Art of McCartney. And did it need to be done for him to sing those parts? Is it when you're just in a rush and it's easier to, well, you know what, uh, just give me one take and it's quicker to just do it and then go home and then, you know what, I'll, I'll fix it later. I'll press the button. We'll fix it in the mix. We'll fix it in the mix. It, it's a Wilbury. Wilbury right. in the mix. So my feeling is I really genuinely don't know if Ringo needs auto-tuning. Um, if, if he's given enough takes to make a record. Can I say something? You give him five or six vocal takes and you take pieces of each one. Well, he's also the producer and the singer, so he he would know which ones are. He may be turning around and saying, you know what, fellas, that's as good as you're going to get out of me. Let's move on. And he may, but can I just say something? Well, anyway, where I was going to go would be that that the first time I listened to the record, I listened to it in the car, the CD, I listened to it in the car, Mm -hmm. you know, up close, windows closed, listening to it intently, and the auto-tuning was so much that it just bothered the snot out of me. It, it actually just influenced my feeling toward the record. You told me this a couple of weeks ago when the record came out. Right, but... But I, I got to ask you a question. Do you think it's Ringo's auto-tune, or do you think the fact there's a lot of backing vocals on these tracks? No, it's it's, it's Ringo's voice really, that's being auto-tuned. A I couple really of songs. don't notice the major use of auto-tune on this you record. You do hear it a couple of times. A and couple it's, of little spots, but I expect that. You know, he's 74, uh, I, but at the same time... I. It's not on every track. Well, okay. You know, but, where but, I was going, but there's also a lot of harmony and uh, background vocals on a lot of these absolutely. tracks. But where so. I was going was that if you take it out of that element, like for instance, today when I listened to it again, just to go back to it, I had it on while I was sitting at the computer, a little more open space. Right. I had the volume up pretty loud, but but it wasn't in that closed. I would not say that I'll feel comfortable loving listening to this album with headphones on. Mm. Will I still try to enjoy it in my car? Yes, I will. Will I really enjoy it listening to it at the computer? Absolutely. 
It's or, or in the stereo, but with, when it's confined and you're hearing it, I didn't hear that. It, I didn't hear it that just oh, I do hear auto tuning, not the way you, Ugh. not that Kanye only one. Right, you know, that was exactly exactly what yeah. I was going to say. But I horrible. Will, I will say one thing: the guy is seventy five. Will be yeah. seventy five. I like this album a lot. I'm giving up right away, but I will say, when you listen to some of the vocals that are not auto tuned. He strains. You oh. hear it. Yeah. Well, but, no, but in not looking back. Yeah, but you know, but you know what, so though? It's, much, uh, it's also a higher track for yes, me. Yes, but, but it's also but Ringo, though, other Mitch. Part. It's also pure, though. When you, He is straining a little bit. But what's wrong with that? Yeah, you're right. He's fine. What's wrong? Yeah, you say that, but maybe maybe Bruce Sugar didn't think so. Yeah. Or maybe I, Ringo's self-conscious. Maybe. I, I mean, We've heard know. him live, and there are times when he's really good, right. and there are times when he's really not. Yeah. Right. I, I was thinking that, you know, like I said, there's, there's a lot of background vocals on these. And I a lot of times use the background vocals to cover a weaker voice. And then when you told me about what you thought all the auto tune, I was thinking of that. But at the same time, there are a couple of tracks that use it. I think it's used sparingly. It didn't bother me the way other people have taken their voice and put it through. Oh, like share, believe. Yeah, 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 yeah believe. But that's, but, but that's but, done. But that, that's done on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But since that part. Oh, yeah. Ever since yeah, then, yeah. it's been overused. But then that. I was thinking also, and I wanted to ask you while you were here, what about the first time you hear Tomorrow Never Knows? You know, oh yeah, through what, the Leslie speaker, yeah, with that speaker, which you know, of in 1966, sound like it was from outer space. Yeah, of course, but you that, know, but that's would you not like that track because of that. No, because that was cool. I mean, I have to admit, I really like Cher. I, I like her pop music, and when Believe came out, I thought that was cool. It's a great song. And, but guess what? Leslie, it was the first time that was done. Right, right. So and the Leslie then didn't cool. change his voice, meaning. He he sang yes. the way he, he sings sang it still just natural. through something yeah, right. Yeah. It didn't change but, the and, and, naturalness of you his know, voice. You know, with believe, yeah, it changed it, but it but it was done intentionally. It was done intentionally. Yeah. It was done. It was cool. And then the world know. ended. And then the world ended. Then every friggin' <laughs> no, I'm not know. kidding. I mean, but, right, because once a piece Tom, of Dick equipment and is, had to put you know once a piece of equipment's used like that, and everyone says, okay, I want to sound like that. And then right. you're right about that. You're right about that. And I give credit to Paul. He hasn't really done that with... No, we don't, I mean, he does, we know he does cool well, stuff like gratitude and stuff like that, right, but yeah, that's, that's intentional yeah. and in, and that's different. But I'm just getting it up front that that does bother me. Yes, right. and there but is I'm auto not, tune on I'm, this. I'm very honestly not letting it influence my thoughts right. on the record in well, any that's way. that's good. Right. Because I'm going to put that because I was I was worried because that's the first thing we heard from you when we, we talked about this before we did the show. Yeah, I was, I was really like, worried. I know how you get sometimes. Like, yeah, here comes Tony leading the charge. Screw you, MP3s. <laughs> you, Apple. Screw you, iTunes. Oh, we're on iTunes. Oh, no, we love iTunes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I was worried about that. But I think this this album mix wise is very strong. It's a yeah. strong mix. Uh, yeah. mix about strong how mix too. Mix, yeah. yes. Thank you. And it's interesting. Rolling Stone, the review by Rob Sheffield, which was interesting. It goes, um, he gets a little help from old friends like Joe Walsh and Todd Rundgren. No Kanye or Rihanna on this track list. No. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, that's a shot. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know, if I know we said before that we shouldn't compare solo albums. And I'm not. No, I'm not. Right. But I think this album in Ringo's catalog is as important as new is to Paul McCartney's catalog. I really do. 
I think yeah. two solo Beatles made yeah. two very strong albums. Very in the late, past, in the, yeah, yeah, in the past couple yeah. of years, I really do, yeah, and that's I a think good it's point. new. We loved, and this we love too. Well, yeah. let's see how we love it. Maybe not as much as new, but right, it right. definitely has a. You know, there's no real experimentation in, in Ringo Starr no, record. You're not no. going to get that. Um, not the way. The, uh, and the, not the and way the Paul one, did with new. No, but the one track there is like a little bit of a trippiness. The, the lyrics just make me want to throw up. So oh, well, we'll, we'll, get, to <coughs> we'll get to that. Well, we should say one thing. Right. The leadoff single was Postcard from Paradise. Right. And we heard it. It was announced. And we, so I will tell you right off the bat, we're not getting to the album yet, but we will in a second. But when I first heard that song, I said, uh-oh. Yeah, I kind of did the same thing a when I, First of all, I'm never a fan of, you know, and they said it, don't come easy. You know, but, but, but Ringo's been doing that for yes, 100 years. but not on a whole track. Yeah. Not well, on, no, no, back no. Back off Boogaloo with Nielsen. No, no, no. That was That's a, a different thing. That's uh, a remake. Never, come with on. It, never Without You was a little, But know. this one is, there's 26 titles or so. Right. So, even bad to me. Yeah, yeah. But you'll see when we get to the album how it's, I, I got a little different opinion of it. Because alone... It doesn't work. It, it worked for me, but we'll get to okay. it. Okay, we'll let's get, get to it. So you want to take a break? Off, and get, well, let's, no, so you, let's, let's take a break. Take a break. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back and talk about uh, all 11 tracks from this album called Postcards from Paradise, new music from Ringo Starr, released on Universal Music, which uh, actually owns Capital, by the way. Just yeah. Uh, those, there's like three record companies left. And uh, we'll be back right after this. I'm, I'm going to go write 10 a postcard. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four Free For All, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books, Beetle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beatles show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob can be found through all of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beatles show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beatles Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC. And also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. We're back here on the Fab Four Free For All talking about Ringo's album Postcards from Paradise. And we're going to start off with the lead track. Ringo has said over the years that he will not write an autobiography, which is actually too bad because I think he would have a, a pretty good I think he book would too. to, to I write don't. about. <clears throat> nope. Um, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't think he remembers well, enough. Yeah. Well, you don't have to talk about all the drunk years, you know. But you know. He, uh, no, I mean, I don't think he remembers that much back. I mean, you know, he can remember about Rory and the Hurricanes, right. which, which. Well, this the fourth song in this the Liverpool, um, sweet sweet so to speak is uh, Rory and the Hurricanes. Track one. Track one. Pure pop from Ringo. Uh, though I'm trying to figure out where the riff is from. It starts off as a cross between. Missing You by John Waite. No. No. Yes. No. Not and even Born close. to Run. 
No, no, yes, no. That, that's a, the, the chords are much different. Woke up it's early, the same. It's the same. E suspended four to an E in Born to Run. I, that's I, not. Oh my God, we're not. No, talking, I'm talking, talking about, about touch and feel, not the chords. Uh, maybe listen I, to I, it. It's like, well, it, maybe I was thinking more like something from Men at Work or something from the '80s. Something from the '80s. Anyway, this song is co-written. It by, also sounds like it could be something out of like Smokey Joe's Cafe too. Yeah, it does. Out of the show. Um, it's a very catchy opening, though. Cop- or well, we uh, should say we should da-da-da. shop a horrors mm-hmm. yes. or something. This song is either going to be the first song of the album or the last song of the album. Correct. There's nothing in between. Yes. Uh, co-written by Ringo and Dave Stewart, who helped with Liverpool Eight. With, who helped mm-hmm. with Liverpool Eight, the song and the album. Right. Yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, we should say Ringo is co-writes every song on this. Whether right. he's doing a line or whatever, whatever. right? He is co-created. Well, he's not doing a line anymore. Well, that's true. Right. He doesn't do that no more. That's true. So no, no. no, no. You have. Um, Ringo basically doing his history with Rory and the Hurricanes. Of course, Rory Starr and the Hurricanes, the band he was with before the Beatles. He doesn't give any response of how Rory felt after he left. Wow. <laughs> you know, that would have been like wow. saying, you know, Rory you hated right? my Rory was pissed. Uh, Rory was pissed. Rory and, and the Hurricanes. <laughs> no, but I mean, what I love about this song, and I don't know if it was done intentionally or not, but it's a Ringo Starr album. Ringo is a drummer. It right. starts off with drums. Yeah, and matter of fact, a lot of the songs and start off with yes. yeah. you know, a couple of a little Yeah, but taps. this one is da da da. Right, yes. And it's like, ooh, talk you about that too. And it's got yeah. the whole drum fill thing after he does the, I played the drums like I always. I mean, yeah. it's got a whole drum. Well, I, we're going to get solo, into the musicianship but. on this too because I think Ringo is being typical Ringo and, and atypical Ringo on this album. And yeah, I, and and I, I mean like that both in good. of it. Yeah, yes, yeah. I like both of it. I, yep. I love I love the girls' wahoos in this. Yes, mm. yes. I love it. It's so, it's the 50s diner. Yep. You know. Oh, it definitely is. It, um, it's so 50s diner. So and, 50s and diner. And when was he in Rory and Yeah, oh yeah, the, the Farfisa keyboard sound yep. in there. It's just so fun. Yeah. And, I, and I, then I, it goes into that switch to like the acoustic guitars. In, yes, you know, but what I also love is that he said, Going down the south. Then next time we went to London town, we didn't do much hanging around. I was with you know, you know who. who. Right, yeah. He never, ever, ever says the beat. Right, right, right. And that's sort of the way the song wraps up, But really. it's good. It is yeah. good. Because it it's kind of like, now you have to wonder, I mean, is there anything left of the story? What's the next one going to be? We love, came back to- do. <laughs> no, the next one's going to be, we came back to do the thing at Liverpool Town Hall. You know, I mean, he's no, going to come I'm, back to Liverpool now with the Then they hated well, us because we never called. Right. <laughs> but it, it is interesting. How many more songs you write about Liverpool, you know, and, and in this Liverpool, this might be the end. This might be a Liverpool eight was was a good one, but in Liverpool was a little bit darker. The other side uh, of Liverpool, yeah, I the other side, the other side, yeah, yeah. But this is very upbeat, very and pop upbeat, and, very and remembering end, yeah. Rory. And he's always said he's always way. said that he had wonderful memories of his time with Rory and the Hurricanes. Yeah. Well, even I think so. this is more about just. I mean, it's definitely called Rory and Hurricane, but I think it's just about his time before the Beatles. Absolutely. And I think the next natural progression when he's 80 <laughs> or 77 or whatever he does, right. the next natural progression would actually be to go post-Beatles. That might be kind of cool. That might be. Yeah, that is then, interesting. Then again, you know, think leave about- Leave out all the Beatles. Well, if we leave out all the Beatles. I was thinking early 1970s, a song that sort of- a, <laughs> Well, that's, that's different. <laughs> that's and funny. I was hanging out with Mark Poland and- <laughs> Yeah, do you want him to start going into post-Beatles, you know? <laughs> I was born to boogie. I, I, I snorted a bunch of coke and then I went- I, I left for 20 years. <laughs> I was mad. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. So, that, but this is a song that fits nowhere else on the album. It's either the beginning or the end. You and bet. it's a it, perfect it, album it's a, it's a great, great opener. It's, it, and it really is a very good pop song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, 
And, and he sings it well. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, it, what I love about it, is 2012 was very sparse. And yeah. this is so produced, and I love it because it needs it. Yes. And the, I, like you said, Tony, the wah wah on. Well, yeah. Perfect. I yeah. would yeah. I would hope that they make a video for this. Uh, and get at some, this point, it might it. get lost already. Uh, yeah. Even so, but even, you know, you can always see it on YouTube or throw it up on his website. Mm, he would have done it by now. Well, maybe. Yeah. The album just came out. But I, I, this is something easy to do. You get some pictures of Rory, of the band, Ringo playing with them. And we should say the album came out March 31st, yeah, 2015. So, yeah, so very few days after it came out that we're doing this show. Yeah. But we hope that this will make a very nice, one of those picture like the way um, all those years ago was just footage and well, that was, was no not, footage. Really. That was really not done by George. Oh, I know that. I know that. He hated it. He didn't like it, but you know, it had some nice stuff in there. Okay. So the second track on this album is called "You Bring the Party Down," written by Ringo and Steve Lukather from Toto. From Toto, who's part of the All Star Band right now. Yikes! This is a song. You know, this is guessing. This is not um, your typical peace and love Ringo outing. No, this bit, it's not vitriolic not or vindictive. It's just kind of you know. It's like get the hell out of here. You <laughs> are a downer, dude. Yeah, yeah. we're not talking about like Debbie Downer. Um, yeah, who is this about? It's like. We've it's, speculated. We have speculated, but I don't know if, if any of the speculation, I have to wonder. It's just... You know, people have said, is it about Paul? I don't think it's about no, Paul. I don't, I I don't think, think it's too, about Paul I th- either. I think they are too close. I also think that, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting songs like this or a song like Angry were from Paul. If yeah. they came out in the 70s, they'd be part of that, oh, well, you know, these are songs the, about... Yeah, the, the you, big you, boys bickering. Yeah, big yeah, boys yeah. bickering type of thing. But these come out afterwards and no one brings that up, which is probably a good thing. But it's interesting how people were just looking for anything in that era to talk about, oh, this is John talking about... Yeah, well, but... Yes. Well, Paul, yeah. John actually did it, but, but you know, the return volley, so to speak. But don't forget, this is co-written by Steve Lukather. Right. He has no issue with Paul. No. As, no. I mean, as a matter of fact, he was... In Broad Street, right? You know, he was on right. on the album, on the soundtrack, so sure. he has no issue with Paul. No. I really, really, really think this is, you know, again, total speculation, might be about Mark Hudson. It might be. be- you know, think yeah, about it. You bring the possible. party down, possible. still living off your memories when you were in the band. He was part of the Roundheads. He was. I mean, but then again, he did. He helped Ringo tremendously. A lot, Absolutely. Yeah. But he also. But it's also he's saying, you know, you thought you'd accept help from your old friend or whatever the I line tried to, is. I tried thought to you'd listen to me, my dear old friend. Yeah, yeah. Your dear so, old friend. Yeah. So who knows? We don't know who this it's is about. Really hard. But you know what I like about the song also? It says it's a centaur synthesizer played by Bruce Sugar. Yep. But I love that whole. I thought it was originally sitar. That sound through this. Oh record. yeah, that sixties groove on the, this there track. There is there is a great groove. It starts out, out really eighties. Yeah, it, it launches well, really eighties. That's that. Yeah, and then it breaks into that sixties groove when yep. the sitars kick in, and then when the drums. Do you notice the drums go to double time during that second yep. verse? Yep. And again, it's sort of. Really? All these little change-ups on a Ringo record? But that's where what I was the saying. Hell? That's where I was you saying know? in the beginning. With he's typical Ringo and he's atypical Ringo, because when we get to songs like "Not Looking Back," which right. we will, you would expect just a regular four-four, and all of a sudden you're like, "What?" Oh yeah. And as a drummer, I, I noticed mean, there's little things on this whole album that Ringo does that 
he hasn't done before or in a or, long time. But you know yeah. what I got to throw out? He hasn't done out? since a Mark Hudson album, actually. Yeah, of course. Right. Well, Mark would ask him to do it. So right. if, if someone asks you to do something and you're not thinking about it. It's yeah. not that typical dot, 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 Because he does that on every album. Right. Yeah. And you hear it underlying everything. But not on this one. No. I, this I, different. I, there were things that hit me with this track. And again, it was one of these things where at first I was like, yeah, it's just like a, it's a cool track. And then you start listening to it and the guitars and the backing instrumentation are actually pulling the song yep. down and the while the drums are running away with it it's yeah. actually doing what, what the it says, says in the song which i don't know if they thought but it smells like todd yeah. It's it has a smell of Todd. Except Todd's not on it. Though. I know, but it, it smells like Todd, and it's very George Harrison. Yeah, well, very. Part of it's a sitar, I think. But listen to the the meter of the lines and the the way the I, verses are approached. I never really heard very that. George. I well, thought. you know, the thing about George, what I think the Indian thing really influenced him was his meter, the way the songs ended up sounding meter-wise. Yes. Because he was yeah. throwing, he was thinking sitar or Indian music, and he, but he's playing on a yes. guitar. And that's yeah. very interesting. Could you have imagined Jeff Lynne producing this track for George? Yes. I, well, I, could, I could see Jeff Lynne producing this track. Yeah. This, Jeff Lynne would have had a blast on this track. Yeah, definitely. I do think, though, that this could have been written about any aging rock star. Yes. Car. Yes. I, uh, what general. came to mind was, I, I know it's not about Joe, but it sounds like it's something the Eagles comment on you know how much of a drag the eagles are because they're just nasty well I, I i think it could be about anybody it is but it's also if you think about it you know i don't want to spoil the party and then this song wow you know it, it's, it's it works together mm. you know i don't want to spoil the party from the first person and then this song sort of from watching the first person That's being a jerk at a party That's great. so it, i thought about that like yeah, because you know, we've all been at parties where there's someone moping around, oh, my girlfriend doesn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> oh, you know, and, and instead of drinking, they, they talk to you for two hours. <laughs> oh, they bring the party down. They bring the party It's like, hey, why are you talking Just over here? Just go get drunk, for God's sake. Yeah, oh, look, there's pretzels. Leave me alone. Yeah, pretzels. Oh, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> got to go. Shark, land shark. <laughs> oh, you need Candy gram. Candy gram. The next track, track three on this, is uh, co-written by Ringo and Joe Walsh. One of the I think better- the first time you hear the auto-tune... A little bit, uh, but this song is Joe and Ringo. They're both recovering alcoholics. Yeah. yeah. This has underlying sure. stuff about when you're recovering. You know, you come to the bridge, you know, if you don't take it, it's because you're scared. That means I'm going to take drinks. Take a or, chance on what's ahead. You'll right. Never know. And, and, that's, and that's what crossing the bridge is. And I, that's what I thought about when I first heard this song. Oh, actually, it was the second or third time I heard this song that I started to realize that Joe had written it, first of all. Yeah. I had the record, but I didn't have any liner notes when it first came out. So Joe Walsh also plays some really good guitar on this. Great some, guitar break. Some really strong... It's like, damn, you know, Joe Walsh and Ringo play so well together. Yeah. I mean, I know they did Old Wave, but you wish they'd just go back now and just start out as these two guys and yeah. bring everyone else in. Well, I mean, my favorite line is in the chorus, you know, some are crossed and some get burned. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, wow. That, that's that's yeah. a perfect It's a great, great line. line. Yeah. It really is. Some you tear down and new ones get built from what we learn. Yeah, and, that, and that's an alcohol. That's a recovering. Definitely. Yeah. But, but it's so, really it's, well done. It's well so written. prolific, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's It's a smart record. 
I don't love Overall, this track. I don't either. But, no, I but, do. I think this one. I, I, I like it. The, the, I don't why like I don't it. love it, though, Mitch, honestly, I like it more. What I did was I played it out of context because it's rhythmically very similar to You Bring the Party Down. Yeah. Well, You're a lot of this getting, album is together. Like, it, it, yeah. It, but, it, it, some could well, be this, very this similar. This song, we, we talk about you know, how an album should sequencing. play. Sequencing. This definitely belongs after You Bring the Party Down. Um, it does, but it's a little too similar. Yeah. Yeah, Musically, you could have had a break in between that might have made. I would have switched postcards and bridges, maybe. 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 Or, you know, put bridges near right side of the road, which is also a, you know. Very similar, though. Yeah, yes. well, true, too. But I like the pickup, the tempo pickup. Reminded me of Bob Marley. Bridges? Yeah. Well, because of the it's reggae kind of Mar- feel. Yeah, but it, and Marley's message. You know, I could see a Three Little Birds type. To me, this, this song is. Could have been the opening track if it wasn't for Rory and the Hurricane. And no. when do you get an acapella break on a Ringo record? Never, never. On oh, that song, acapella. No, but seriously, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But think about the last song. You know, they they wrote together, Joe and, and Ringo, was Anthem, which was okay as a song, but you don't write a song called Anthem where you say this is songs. This an is an anthem. Yeah, you, know, you don't. You don't an- tell people that it's yeah, an anthem. You <laughs> this like, is, this a, is a protest song. This, this is a much better written this is, song. If he, if he was going to do that, he should have done, this is a number one hit single. <laughs> <laughs> so, eh, no. But I could also see this song as if Joe Walsh does another solo album, Analog Man was a couple of years ago. This song could be on at the way in my car. He covered sure. it in my car sure. after yeah, Ringo did it. Call sure. it Verrazano. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Track four is, is Postcard from Paradise uh, written by Ringo and Todd Rundgren and boy does this sound like a Todd Rundgren song oh totally oh my god and that's what I think saves the song because for those who don't know every line has a Beatle or a solo or a Beatle solo, yeah. you know what reference. else has made me like it because it's sung with sincerity. Yes. And this, yes. It's actually but, but sung it's also, with sincerity. It, it, he's not, you well, know. Well, he said he was just writing down lyrics, and then he realized, oh, my God, they're all Beatle lyrics. Right. And then all Beatle Rundgren songs. took it in. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, but I don't know if I believe, I don't that. believe that. Because but, you can't do, it's been a hard day's night, and P.S. I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. But, you know, he was but, in the freaking band. Sorry. But, uh, but also, I think Come on. the fact that Todd wrote with him. And Todd's a huge Beatles fan. Yes. And I could see Todd saying, being, Just keep you know, going. hanging on and, and doing a couple of lines of this. Yes. And then Ringo saying, hey, that sounds like a song we could do. Yeah, yeah. And, then and then Todd putting the music. Yeah, and, and the postcards from Paradise line doesn't fit anywhere. It doesn't matter. But it, it works. You know what? He, the no, but he, fun. It, but it's it, fun. It's almost like he's well, writing a postcard yes. saying, yeah. I search here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of postcards that have all these lyrics. But you know what? It's fine. And the postcards from Paradise, the actual chorus it is very well sung it is but yeah. the weird thing and i told you beforehand before we started i said you know when i first heard it i was like Ugh. Oh, and then you, you were angry i was, <laughs> I was talking to you like i can't I remember that yeah. but you were but, so but then when you listen in context of the album right it works it yes. works and what did, works. I, what did i call it i said it's an earworm yes yeah you totally can't not sing this totally it, it's weird even though i'm sitting there in my car and my kids are singing and i'm going I'm oh crap! But you know, you know what's fun though. If it wasn't, if it wasn't Ringo, Ringo, if Paul did this, we'd kill him. If Paul did it, we wouldn't like it. I would kill him. But if I don't know, pick somebody. If Ron Sexsmith put it out, you know, I'm saying, or Elvis Costello put it out. 
it would give us a laugh. We'd be like, that's fun. He's out of his mind. That's really well, that, funny. Or even Todd Rundgren. Or Todd Rundgren. Right. If Todd Rundgren did it, it would be like, why is homage. An homage. homage. But it would be fun. We'd appreciate it. It's it. it. it so, a little bit, and just based on how the album was made, but a little bit like to face the music from totally. Utopia, yeah. but, which was but, Todd's band. Yeah. So it, it sort of connects this, that way. Yeah. If it wasn't Todd Rundgren writing this with Ringo, right. I think it would be a different but song. But the difference is this is not as blatantly yes, Beatles yes, musically. Yes. But and the only thing I will say, it could have been cut a verse sooner. Maybe. But then the freaking arrangement shifts and everything works again yeah. despite the length of the song. Yeah, they, so you're like, damn it. Like just they, when I'm they, sitting there they going, they changed oh, it enough to, yes. and then it comes back, and then yeah. you're like, okay, that works. Yeah, and, well, uh, very what I, funny. What I do like about it, you know, and I ain't going nowhere, man, because I want to hold your hand. It's like I said the night before, I'll love you when I'm 64. That's my favorite couplet of the whole thing. Well, you know what? I actually, I like, and I won't back off, Boogaloo. <laughs> like, no, but that, that's actually. As I sneak in you, one solo song. <laughs> <laughs> unless you say, love me do. <laughs> but I actually like that, and I won't back off, Boogaloo. He right. doesn't, it's not, because it's, I won't back off, comma, Boogaloo. Yeah. 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 I mean, so he's calling his lover, you know, Barbara, Boogaloo, yeah. which is different than Boogaloo, back off, Boogaloo. Right, that yeah, was, right, you know, hey, right. that's a totally different meaning. So it, it works. It just, it. I didn't want it to work. I, I, I didn't because I, I hated it when I first heard it. I was like, "Oh God!" I yeah, put and it you on know me. I, said, eh. but I liked. I, the I hate time. songs that reference other songs and songs that reference other bands. I hate it. I, and this did so the I whole say thing. Rock Show by McCartney is like one of the exceptions. There are there are like four or five major exceptions. And other than that, when you either. Talk about rock and roll, name songs, and what or about, name uh, other. You better, you, you bet. I, well, yeah, it just, who's that, next? T Rex. Yeah, and who's next? it's it's only because it's supposed to have meaning, but I still want to punch him for that. I really do. I really want to punch. Oh, there's him other for that reasons song. you want to knock oh, out. Please. please, come on. But this, this, please. it works in context of the album. Right, it I, really I just, does. I just want to quickly read all the Beatle references. Oh, come on, no. just quickly, quickly. No, I'll, I'll read very quickly. Here, there, and everywhere. I saw you standing there. I'm the greatest. All I've got to do, it's all too much. Little child, honey pie, eight days a week, you'll be mine. Getting you'll better. You'll be mine. What's you'll be mine? Beatles. Wasn't, wasn't there you'll be mine from the anthology? Was that the, the unreleased Health, Harrison song? No, National no, Health Count. You know what to do. Uh, oh, National Health Count. Oh, my God. I'll cut it out. Well, I'm just saying. Don't pass me by. Please getting tell better. me why yesterday. It's getting better. I, saw, I said getting better. You've got to hide your love away. Bad to me. Let it be. It's only love. All my loving. P.S. I love you. No for, for no one, here comes the sun, nowhere, man. I, I see your hold face. Your hand. Oh, I miss, well, you know. Okay. I've just seen a face. Yeah, I've just seen your face. Uh, uh, night before, when I'm 64, all my loving, uh, let's see, P.S., I love you, we can work it out, twist and shout, back off, boogaloo, love me, do, all my loving, uh, well, that's a chorus, 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 okay. So right. that was quickly all of them. So, I it's like 26 well, or so. Background yeah. vocals, by the way, is Todd Rundgren and Ringo. Ringo yeah. doesn't normally do backing yeah. vocals. So he's, cool. But you can hear him doing the yeah. high. Yeah, he's considering, yeah. And, it works. Um, yeah. Ringo plays keyboards on this, too. So, well, well, that's in C. Well, <laughs> only, yeah, only if it's, it's in, in C. C. Joe Walsh on guitars, <laughs> which helped a lot. Uh, and uh, piano and synth uh, sizer Bruce, Bruce Sugar, Sugar again, which makes it sweet. Nice. Very quiet. Sorry. Uh, the next song on this album is called Right Side of the Road. Written by Ringo and Richard Marks. Um, I happen to like this song a lot, too. Richard Marks wrote two songs on this record. 
uh, including the next song after this. Also an all-star band member, which one of the re- recurring things. And has things, written with him before. Yeah, it's also a recurring thing that other all-star band members, not just the current ones, they play. are on this. Peter Frampton uh, is on this track. You know, Joe Walsh, of course. Ben Montage. Ben Mon- well, Ben Mon was never a, an all-star member. No, no, But he's right. on this record, of course, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Right. I'm, I'm not sure what they're trying to do on this, but Richard Marks, you can tell this is a Richard Marks song. Well, oh, interesting. It, it, out okay. of more, it has a Richard Marks feel more than the, maybe not yeah, looking back. Yeah, but what I like about this was, uh, I mean, I don't love this track. I don't be honest. This is, I think, the one of the weaker tracks on the album. Yes, but the honestly. only thing I do like about it is you're on the right side of the wrong side of the road. Yeah. So it's almost like one of those, you know, yeah. tomorrow never knows, malapropisms. Right. Sort of for him. I mean, it's forced. Either that or you're visiting England and you're driving on the left, which is the wrong side for you, but it's the right side. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I know. But, you know, and, and a, reggae guitar by Ringo. Yes. What is that? Reggae guitar know. by Ringo? It I says see. it. Wow. I mean, it says Ringo, reggae guitar. Played in C. Wow. In C again, Niels. I, I've got to say, at this point, though, there's a bit of sameness setting in. Yes, yes. Um, I agree with that. And maybe had you reversed this with the next track, it might have worked better. The squinky dinky keyboard sound in it gets a little bit annoying. Yeah. The guitar solo is lovely. And then like toward the middle, all of a sudden Ringo's voice comes up and the squinky keyboard drops back. What that indicates to me, and again, I think this is a positive, and I would say this to, to Bruce Sugar and say this to, to Ringo, there wasn't a plan when they went into producing this record. There wasn't a, we set the dials here for this song and that's where they stay. There was almost going back to the idea of let's take this song by the moment. The song's four minutes long. Now let's do this for this minute of the song. Now let's do a little of that. And I I like that in a record. That's a smart thing to do. That reminds me of Instant Amnesia, which is like three different type of songs merged together. I don't see that in this Well, no, it's not that extreme. Where I'm going is sometimes you go into a song and and you have have the A, the B, and the C segments of of the song. And you produce A a certain way, and you you engineer B a certain way, and you engineer C a certain way. And as those elements repeat, you you have the same layout of the board. This is kind of just like, no, if I feel like doing the next A differently than I did that one before, I'm going to feel free to bring the keyboards down, to bring the vocal up this time, to bring the guitars down a little bit, you know. Right. And and it's cool. And you hear it. It's actually audible on this record, which is cool. But Mm -hmm. anyway. I like the song, but it's it's not much of a song no, per se. No, um, it's all right. It's okay. But short and sweet, though. It's gone yeah, quick. That's, that's really like. It is short and Got sweet. Okay. Uh, the next one is also written by Rich, uh, Ringo and Richard Marks. Uh, this one is a lot better. It's called Wow. Not looking back. This is where my wow. Fab Five start. This this is wow. it is a piano ballad, one yeah. that Ringo does not nope. do. Nope, and that's. This is also more Richard Marks, but the words seem more like Ringo. Totally. But it's also, yeah. well, it's a love song to Barbara, but yeah. which he tends to do on every album, which is fine because he's been with her thirty over 30 years, and, and it's great. But here, here's the thing for me. It's almost like a walk with you because it has that violin. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it does. Absolutely. It has a great backing track, too. The, the strings are very Absolutely. good. I, I have to tell you, this also reminds me of Beach Boys. Yes, with I'll the agree summers with that. Are, you know, summers I'll are agree with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I've just looked at my notes. I would have been happy to hear this on the new Brian Wilson album, especially with all the references to summer. There you go. It's some, I, like, that's too funny. But our love goes on and on. Who could ask more than that? I'm looking forward, not looking back. And you I know, gotta tell you, his voice strains on the first summer. I don't care. Coming. I know. I'm, I don't I'm care. Just, no, no, no. 
you are misreading me because no, no, I this know, is my no. favorite song on the whole album. Yeah. I, and yeah. it is, one it should have been a single. It could be a single. This, we know, no. this is one of those songs where if it was placed in the right movie, love, movie. love story type movie, that really this song could be picked up on. This is one of those songs waiting to be discovered on this album. And you would hope it would be. Yeah, this is one of I those. I would really hate it if this album shipped vinyl, you know, yeah. as Tony, and it doesn't do anything. Yeah, the, but, but this, this deserves to be heard. But this, yeah. this song has a great feel about a long time love, and, you know, I'm looking forward, not looking back, which is interesting in, in love, because you usually tend to look back to see where you've been and all the great things you've done and sure. whatever. And he's not like, he's looking forward. Well, well it's also too true. He's aging. He's getting older. And it, the whole idea, too, is, no, I'm not looking back. I'm still looking forward. There's more, There's more life to for our us relationship. to live. Yeah. There's more to our relationship. That There's more life to live. Together. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I like the fact, I mean, the boy does good stuff with love songs. Well, yeah. this one especially. This, uh, this but, is just, to me. And wow. ar- arranged so appropriately, no gimmicks, nothing funny. Nope. Backing vocals are used. Just beautifully. And I usually hate when a lyricist cops out to I love you. Yeah, but he does it here he in a good it, way. And it works, you know. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's, Ringo it's a, breaks stereotypes for me for some reason. Sometimes. I, I have a soft spot for him, obviously. but It's because you I don't, don't expect him to do as well as he does as a singer. Yeah. You know what? If you think, uh, yeah. think about it, you know, he's, he's done 18 records. Uh, it's not like he's on instrumental records all the time. He sang on every one of them. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. You know, he did one song of an album with the Beatles, uh, just about. Right. And right. you know, you don't expect him to sing. He sings. His voice has sounded good on many things. You know, sometimes yeah. it's auto tuned, and yeah. you know, I think he's doing well. You know, I just love. I don't know. I I think that the whole vibe of this song, and the biggest compliment I could pay it, is that I played it when I had my family in the car, kids and my wife, and we're listening to it on the way home from you know, whatever, holiday dinner. And my wife turns to me and says, this is new? And I said, yeah, this is the new Ringo. It just came out. And she said, oh, my goodness, this is so good. Right, yeah. For my wife to say this is so good, she said, this does not sound anything like anything I've ever heard you play Ringo. No, it is. And I said, you know what? You're right. And it, and it, it happens to be a beautiful, beautiful song, regardless of who would be singing it. Right. And he sings it well. Yeah, and it's just my favorite song. And, and it also has a great string arrangement, which Everything. Ringo actually is credit part of the people credited on that with Anne Marie Simpson and Bruce Sugar again. It fits the song. It's not too stringy. You it's, know, not you know, too it's, it's not too sappy. That's not too. It works. It works very well. I was, yeah, I love it. I, I was very happy with this. And like I said, I hope someone picks this up somewhere oh. along, either in a movie or someone else who's like twenty three or something. You know, especially with the summer uh, references, you know, it's thought of as a younger thing when summer love and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't want to see it in like Maybe a summer's eve. Glee. I don't want to see it in a summer's, summer's eve. Nice. No, I, I don't mean that meanly, but first of all, Glee is over, so. No, right. I know. So, <laughs> Gleefully, I say age. that. So I was, I was very, that's like, wow. And that, that technically would probably. End side end one. side one. Maybe. You know, I, don't, yeah. I don't have the vinyl in front of me. I know there was. There vinyl. is a vinyl. There is. Yeah, Ringo, if you go to his website, he was being interviewed by David Wilde, and he held up the vinyl, and he goes, oh, yeah, this is uh, considered a CD in, uh, in, in Liverpool. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, oh, funny. Ringo does it again. Hooray for, hooray for Liverpool and Ringo. Uh, the next song on this uh, LP, or CD, we should say, is a song written by uh, Ringo and Van Dyke Parks. 
Uh, bambula? Bambula. Bambula. bambula is actually a drum skin. Yeah. Oh, it is? And a, okay. and a yeah. dance yeah. about drums, and or two, or two drums. Yeah. So there's a whole... That's Now, the funny thing about this song, it, it sort of fits in, but it, at the same time, he's working with Van Dyke Parks, which he's done a lot of stuff with. And you don't think Van Dyke Parks and Ringo would be this kind of a team. But it's but it works work perfectly. It totally works perfectly. And, and, and it's a missing Jimmy Buffett song. It, it is. And you know, oh, totally. The, the, the triples on the doodle 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 uh, yeah. And even the way it first starts off with the drums. Right. And it's a you know, I'm like, oh, here we go. And then doodle doodle This song, for me, again, I think the next... That's Van Dyke Parks on accordion, too. Yeah, but the five songs in a row, man, this one, yeah, wow. But it also has a, a, a different rhythm that you you don't normally find in Ringo songs. It's a little bit offbeat. Well, um, Alan Toussaint dish that type of, and yeah, it's right. Cajun it's, and it's it is, Dr. And, and John. It's about, hey. But yeah. it's about New Orleans. Yeah. He had Dr. John in the band, don't forget it one time. Right, right. And, you know, Ringo likes his Cajun. But uh, at the same time, I'm almost expecting... Brian Wilson to you know walked into the wrong studio. It's so funny you said and that. Say hello to Van Dyke and then right. realize, oh well, let me let me sing here. Yeah, it would have been very yeah. nice from beyond the this song. Uh, this song is a, uh, is also a, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. by it, the this sec- works by the second verse when it's starting to kick into like the whole Creole vibe. Completely. You're good. Yeah. You're good. You're good. You, you and this really it, works. You're good. And it would have been a really fun. 70s era Ringo yes. tune. This would easily could have totally. been on Good Night Vienna. Good Night Vienna. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and he's got another freaking drum beat, a drum break in it. Yeah. Yep. And then oh, I lo- man, I forgot. I'm sorry. Can I go back for one second? No. Yes. I have Just to. I am looking back. Um, on Not Looking Back, Yeah. there's a part with the instrumental that at about a minute and 30 where you expect him to do that 4-4 and he does this drum little fill yeah. and you're like, Holy crap! What did you just do? And it yeah. works, right. and it's like you don't expect it. No, it's but also very Ringo, though. Yeah, it is very Ringo, it. but it's yeah. wow. I'm sorry, keep going, Bambula. And, and I like the fact he makes he he at some point they throw in Big Bambula, which is a little nod to the old Big Bamboo, Chichin Chong. Uh, anyway, but I love Keep Cool Ya, Can't Fool Ya, Bambula. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it works. It's Ringo, Ringo, but, but you it's know also what? Jimmy Buffett could have done this. Jimmy Buffett could easily this would be in his set list. Totally, this, this, it would be every night. Yeah, be his set list. totally. You know the way. And, and one thing about Buffett, he he does covers. But he makes him part of the show. Yes, people don't mind that he does Brown no, Girl, right? And, and he can and, do this uh, with Organ Trapo. You know, we've talked about that. And he, he, he does got, Southern Cross too. Right. That's a showstopper yeah. for Buffett. But so. he could have done this as a Jimmy Buffett song. Oh, totally. Oh, not definitely. Ringo. Van Dyke Parks yeah. and Jimmy Buffett totally. would have done, it and it would have worked. But like I said, Van Dyke Parks, you don't expect him to be working with Ringo. Yeah, because he's he's a different yeah. type of songwriter. Yeah, and you know he worked with Brian Wilson. Yes, for God's yeah. Sense. If he had written this, like this could have been on the charts with like Southern Nights by. By uh, Glenn Campbell, like yeah, at the was, same time, yeah, 1975. Anyway. So uh, Ringo's on, uh, uh, let's see, drums, vocals, percussion. Uh, the let's see, Van Dyke Parks is on a lot of it actually: piano, accordion, synthesizer, and he also does the horn arrangements. I don't know who Lee Thornburg is, but he does the trombone in it, which is very important. I mean, I love song. engaging the raging. That's yeah. gaging. I mean. <laughs> I just like it. It's a it's a fun. It's a good song. Yeah, fun I'm track. I would you. love it if he had this in his set list. But I'm he's calling not. you all in. I'm calling you all in. I'm calling you all in to, to New, New Orleans. Orleans. But go. he's you know again. I I know the next track he's going to put in the set list because it's the the current yeah, band. But the, yeah. but I wouldn't mind if this was in there too. Yeah, the next track is uh, the first time Ringo is written with his current members of the All Star Band. What's it's, it called? 
It's called Island in the Sun, and it's uh, written by Ringo, Richard Page, Greg Rowley, Todd Rundgren, Steve Lukather, Warren Ham, and Greg Bissonette. Now, Warren Ham, we should tell people, is the Mark Rivera, yes. right. meaning he's the, the sax, sax player, player, because Mark couldn't make it because yeah. he's on tour with Damn Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Mark would have loved to get writing credit on this, I'm sure. Oh, man. This is a fun song. This is a great song, too. This, this is the triumphant for me. I mean, this triple right there, boom. This you would could, be... Tony very, doesn't like it, but... This would be a very fun song to do live, not just because it's the band. Um, this is the first time and the only time I'll have to let it degrade the track a little bit. The vocal effects bug me a bit. Yeah, well... It, well, right. that, But it also this, it sort to of the fits point in... Of, it, to mm. the sun and I don't like feel. Like the simulated vibes like if you're gonna give me vibes play the freaking vibes okay, okay. and if they that, really that, are that's different though that's yeah I don't like that I don't like the synthesized vibes yes okay I agree I, I mean maybe it's poorly placed too and and you know even like rhyming spliff with give I don't it's s- kind of funny where is the where is the synth vibe what do you mean? I mean, because it's it, the organ is played by Greg Rowley. Uh, whoever's playing it, it might be Greg Rowley, but it's still it's an organ, but it's made to sound like vibes. Okay. And it's, I love this. I like the sax solo. It's again not a terrible song, no. not terrible. Sax solo, but it's is really but good. it's but on a really 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 strong record, it's one of the See, weaker for me, ones. Yes, for me. That's, a, that's a good way of looking at this. Yeah, song. on a not really strong record. Had this been on a really weak Ringo album, yeah, I'd be like, well, Island's a, it's a nice track, yeah. but it. I, you know. Okay. That's yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now that uh, Ringo, if you're listening, I, I I disagree with the both of them. Okay. Well, I like this no, song. He liked I like this song. <laughs> I know. Probably. I, liked I liked it, but it's, three in a row for me. It's it's a different. Ringo's sound just going to bitch slap me. That's it. <laughs> no peace and love. Peace and love. Come here, Tony. I'll give you a hug. No, he wouldn't give you and a hug. Give you a bitch slap. Give you. I'll give you an elbow. Yeah, elbow. I'll give you an elbow. 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 Your Spanish archer. Elbow. Nice. <laughs> El Caban. Oh. Uh, the next song is uh, track number nine, <laughs> uh, Touch and line. Go, and it's not the car song. Uh, co-written by Ringo and Gary Burr. Of course, Gary, a uh, longtime uh, musician who's worked with Ringo. Is it me or is it squeezish? Um, a little bit. No, you know what? It no. has the, the far fees with no, the organ. No, it has the uh, '96 Tears organ on it. '96 yeah. Tears. That's it. The, the, it's this, that. I wrote it. Question mark in the Missouri organ. The only right. qualm I had about this, I thought they should have went totally for the '60s vibe. Totally, just this is newer Ringo sound, but they should have went like not Beatles '60s, but that yeah, yeah '96 Tears type of thing. Yep. You know what though? Well, that's well, it has that. That 96 years sound, but right. I, I like. I, I knew from the moment we said hello when he goes up. I, it's said, so funny you said that. I I love the the, the raising of the, the raise ups. Yeah, and I yeah. like that. I do too. And I, and again, I think four in a row for me. This one works a lot. Yeah, I, I, I like it, it a lot. Too. It's it's yeah. It's just a fun yeah. song. And and again, so I'm not funny. expecting Ringo to be you know prolific and everything, but fun. But, I always expect Ringo to be fun. And for four in a row, he's fun. All I could think of at this point while I was playing the album straight through was, I'm really sitting here listening to a bunch of really well-crafted pop songs. They are. Yeah. And what else can you ask for? Nothing. I mean, you don't, you know, and I love the bridge. The, I like it, the part I like it when you're around me. That's such a great pickup. Yep. Like that lift up onto that. And with the multiple guitars and the harmonica and the solo and stuff like that, it's just too cool. It's Again, it's a record where you look at it and you go, you take the A part, the B part, the C part, and, and they're all really good. Right, and they're right. making for a hell of a good pop track. Can, can I say, we've, we've talked about this in both incarnations, I really think that 
We will remember this as a summer album. It has a summer album, yeah. except it's come out in early... It doesn't yeah, matter, though. There are other albums there, that we've there, noticed... There that George Harrison. But yeah. it's come out... That came out in, what, November, and we still think right. it's a summer album. That's true. So, But there's there are a lot of summer mentions. I, in, I in Well, this. I do think that this album, and we haven't finished yet, but this album is a great driving album. This, yeah, I agree with you. You I'll could definitely you. put it on Although and just Although it's hard listen. for me to listen to it in the car because of the uh, auto Yeah, I, but I understand that, but, but as a pop album... In the summer, I'm going to roll down the windows. I'm going to listen to this because right. it's fun. Island in the sun, touch and go. It's so far, it's really good. Well, my my favorite Bambula, part, I mean, part of this album, of this this chorus is, or well, it's not chorus, but lines. It goes, "You make everything all right because you have come to know there's more than touch and go." It's yeah. a very cool line. It's a great line. It's a very very cool line, and it's a very cool song. And and Gary is a professional enough where you know this is probably easy for him. But I assume that Ringo wrote a lot of these lyrics. These seem like Ringo lyrics. Oh, uh, we don't characters. know. Well, we don't know, but it just seems that way. And, and it was good. I was very happy that he wasn't covering the uh, Emerson, Lake, and Powell song. <laughs> yes. Oh, when he did that. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Most people don't remember Emerson, Lake, and Powell. <laughs> sorry. So uh, Ben Montage is on this uh, track playing organ, and uh, Lukather is on background vocals on this time. Yep. The next track is your typical, let's get the professional songwriter here, Glenn Ballard. Alanis Morrison. Yeah, he's written a lot of good songs, we should say. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, of course, written by Ringo, too. It's called uh, Confirmation. And this This is... is It's good. I still like this one a lot, but it's it's almost like a gospel-y kind of... You know, confirmation. You know, like that. It's got that background, like almost gospel. Again, very good night, Vienna. Yeah. Very, very good night, Vienna. That's not a bad thing. No, and you wouldn't know it was a Ringo track by the way it starts. Sometimes. Well, first of all, this is auto-tune. A lot. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes a I'm lot. down. Yeah, I know. It, this this it, yeah. one out of all of them to me was... It's the most noticeable. Most noticeable Without of the a doubt. Tune. Without a um, doubt. But you know, again, you know... Very Ringo-y. We've been together from the very start. It wasn't easy, but we had the heart. Yeah. You know, I it mean, works. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's very much yeah. about that's him his and story, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, again, it's one of these things where you listen to it and, you, and all I could think of was these guys have really helped him to put together a back-to-basics Ringo record. Yep. It's very much true to that 70s Ringo vibe, almost as much as like a Time Takes Time, you know? It was, ah, was, see, uh, I call this Time Takes Time light. You're exa- That's a... You nailed it. Light? You nailed it. Right no, word. light. Light, because it's not as... It's, it's not it's as guitar-driven. Com- it's not as guitar-driven. It's not as compressed. I don't say that in a bad way like right. an MP3. It, it's not as stuff thrown at the wall. But not looking you know? back wouldn't be wouldn't really go on time takes no. time. No. You know, no. And to me, you know, that's that's one of the standouts of this record. Interestingly, one of the few fade-outs on the album. I think it's one of the only songs that fades out. Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe. Yeah, yeah it's kind of jamming away at the end, then it fades out. You know. And on this, you, you do have... Steve Dudas. Yes, right. uh, Mr. Dudas. And is on this. Nathan East, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's tremendous. A great bass player. Yeah. yeah he so played with George. Yeah. He played a long time with Eric Clapton. Clapton. Yeah. You know, that family. He's family. Yeah, he's part he of that, that extended group. Clapton group. So uh, we're getting up to the last track. And it's called? Let Love Lead. Now, Ringo tends to do this at the end. He tends to be a little preachy. Uh, I don't mean okay. a little preachy, but uh, not preachy, but he tends to be very positive and uplifting on most of his, the yeah. last songs on most of his albums, which is fine with me. Sure. This one's not sure. bad. This is Gary Nicholson, who he's written before with, I think on Why Not. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know much about Gary, though. 
Uh, he's just he's a Nashville songwriter. Oh, okay. Uh, he's done a lot on his own as well. Good songwriter. Was this a jam that got lyrics? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's kind of jamming. Yeah, but it's... It isn't isn't because there's not many guitar players. Peter Frampton and Gary Nicholson, Nathan East on bass, and Ringo on drums. Great guitar work on this record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You got to let love lead. He always... What comes around going on... on. I still wonder, though, because at the end, when it kicks in with the guitar work at the end, and it just goes on You know what? It could have been, but thank goodness it's not like a McCartney... Jam that has right, that gets right. lyrics. I really love no, you. No, okay, thank but you. I, I have you to like wonder it. whether like or not. Song. I know you do. I do too. But I have to wonder whether you or know not. What I'm saying. Oh no, I really love you. That's the um, the one on uh, Flaming Pie. Flaming Pie. Yeah, I love that. But, but this one, this one really has such good lyrics that if it did start out of jam and they added lyrics, it was done well. Yes. Yeah. My, and my if it wasn't, qualm, when I first saw the title "Let Love Lead," I thought of "Let Love Rule" from Money Crowd. Of Kravitz. course. Yeah. Of it's course. Exa- no, but I, you can't do that. Come well, that's on. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it no. at all. But no. no but no, I, no. I, I lo- again, really tasty use of the backing vocalists. Yep. Really tasty, and I like the. F- I just love the fact that Ringo on his records. No matter who he's playing with at this point in the game, he is a member of the band. He yeah. steps back and he lets the band be a band and play some really nice guitar work and you know, brings the album home with just and, a and good... I think and that's you, where you know. Bruce Sugar comes in as the... Sure. You know, technically he's the engineer, but they, he, they have him listed as recorded by. But he basically he's like the Jeff Emmerich. Yep. You know, he, he sort of sets yeah. it up, hits play record, Ringo's on the track. Okay, let's work it from here. I, I like the fact that... He always ends on a positive note. Yes. He's a peace and love kind of guy, whether you like it or not. Whether you think it's become overused by Ringo. You know what? John did it with Give Peace a Chance. Right. And he did it with his bed. And he said, as long as you're going to hear from me, you're going to get positive thoughts. All right. Same thing with Ringo. As long as I'm going to keep making records and and I keep saying peace and love, I'm going to do it on my records. And it, it doesn't bother me. It, no, doesn't, it doesn't bother me because either. you know what? It ends on a nice note. Let love lead. That's, that's a good message. I bet. It's not a bad message. Yeah, no. you bet. Well, well you know, if it, if it said, you know, go F yourself, I mean, well, then there's a different. No, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. No, but no. He could have said whatever, you know, but like Paul said, we, you know, we could have said, hmm, right? he could have ended the album with you bring the party down. Right. right. Exactly. Like, and then, you know, that's, right. that but becomes you know a whole other Right. Ending. But let love lead. It's what he does. He's become the peace and love guy. Right. And you know what? It's fine with me. Yeah, I have no problem with it. And Not it, at all. It's a good song. And uh, one of the things I, I do like about this record, is, and we've known this, all of us are liner notes guys, this is uh, has liner notes for the first time in a couple of albums uh, as right. part of the regular edition. Uh, there's a booklet. We usually well, when you say liner notes, well, talk about you know who's, your lyrics. who's playing, who's playing on the track. Well, yeah, okay, but you there's know. no other notes. No, meaning no. liner notes. No, but it's like you know we Correct. know who plays on it. We right, have right, the lyrics. Right. We have you know where it's recorded and stuff. We love that type of stuff. Um, sometimes it was on a, you know extended or bonus edition. Well, it or, should be there. Yeah, it should be, and I'm glad it's you know whoever thought of the, the extra ten cents and booklet, and thought, to yeah, their credit. We did get it in advance of the actual album, meaning the lyric yeah, but, sheet. Yeah, yeah. We were sent it, that, so true. that was, was nice. Yeah, but a lot of times, it, like, Correct. when you go 2012, you just, it's a piece of paper. You know, right. It had, it had to play it on it, but that was it. Right, so. but we got actually right. all the lyrics and 18 pages worth. Right. So Which is fine, So because we're getting old and we need the bigger versions. Well, we, we need we need to know what's happening on the record. It's So, it, to me, this record is um, one of my favorites from Ringo in a while. And not that the others were bad, but this is much... Focus is the wrong word because I like some of the other well, stuff. Well, I think too. focused but is th- a good word for this. 
It makes it sound like he wasn't focused on the other ones. Well, maybe he was. No, the I don't album, think he was on... Whether or not he's focused... It's more cohesive. He's more cohesive. Perfect. The album itself is a little more focused. Yeah. It's, okay. you know, it's not to say that Ringo is unfocused when he okay. makes the records, okay. but the final product, like you say, cohesive is perfect. Yeah, because again, 2012, it had this from the Buddy Holly, it had this from the leftover from this. Yeah, it was the remake of Wings. Yeah, and to me, it wasn't, but anyway. I heard that Paul's doing a, a remake of his song, Ringo, actually, afterwards. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's doing Ringo, I Love it's You, like Bonnie Joe Banks. There you it's go. very late. Cher. Yes, it yeah. is very low. So, so uh, we're going to give it uh, our great numbering system. Uh, how we rate this album? We're going to start off with Anthony. <laughs> um, Anthony? Yeah, I don't know, boy. This oh, is, come on! This I don't is know. Tough. I, I, you're not giving it a this five. Is tough. No, but uh, you're I'm not giving, I'm, it, you're not nine, giving it a ten. No. I'm not giving it a nine no. or a ten. Come on, no. let's be realistic. I'm caught between a seven and a seven and a half. Okay, is that like a rock and a hard place? I'm gonna say. I'm going to say seven and a half. That's not bad for a Ringo album, dude. No, I, no, it's really not. I'm going to say seven and a half. Because cause if, if I was looking at Rolling Stone's review of this, I this don't, is what I'm, No, but Rolling Stone rates in a five. Right, so yeah. And they gave it a three, and I thought, that's not enough. So you're that right, means right. that a six is not enough, obviously. And then I thought, well, what's a seven? A seven will be three and a half stars. That's not really enough. I give it like a, I give it like a seven and a half. That makes me feel better. Uh, I give it an eight and a half. I think it's... Um, one of the things I do like about this record, and I wish he'd done it with other tours, is he's played with some great players. You wish that after the tour they they blocked out the studio for a month and did some yeah. recording. Yeah, did some recording. Mm. Yeah, and, and this uh, he uses a lot of members of the All Star Band, who obviously has a, a great feel as play as a player to play yeah. with, and this works I think partly because he's been playing with these guys. Of course, Joe Walsh is his brother-in-law, but he's, that goes back. Frampton, the same thing. Yeah. It's not his brother-in-law, yeah. but they've worked together a lot. And I thought it was a very strong album based on that. And, you know, musicians, part of being a musician, we all know this, we all play music, is when you play with a band and you start off and it works right away, You like you, it's like excitement. It is ex- Absolutely. And you can't force that. You can't force the natural gelling of musicians. You know, you can be the best player in the world, but if you don't know how to play with other people, right, or or certain people, right, and and this album has a great feeling because of that, because of these guys, Ringo's played with all of them, most of them along the way, and, and it, I think it shows definitely. Hmm. Nice. So I give it eight and a half, Mitchell. Very cool. He just went before me, and he moderated. He did. That's right, you rat bastard. What the oh, hell? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the hell? Well, you're you're special. You're, you're, no, I'm not. I'm last. <laughs> yes, you are. You're last. I'm last. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give this a solid eight. Okay. I really am. I, I really, if you, if, if you tell me it, in the catalog of life, you know, of Ringo, I mean, I'm I'm going, you know, like Ringo. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking, too. Time takes time. Like, yeah. Postcards, Goodnight Vienna, and then some of the Hudson. Yeah. I think I like this better than a lot of the Hudson stuff. I really do. I'm, 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 I'm not right. saying that in a bad way. I'm right. saying it's actually pretty good because... I like the Hudson stuff. Right. I think it, it raised him up again. A lot, yeah. Right, and you know what? I'm, I just need this to be heard. And a lot of people yeah. disagree with me. I've, I've seen, oh, I got it, and it's it's just meh. Okay, great, but what is it meh compared to? Right. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's a good Ringo album, and I, and I think it needs to be heard. I, I really I, do, I, and I'm not just saying that because— I, Yeah, I think about it that I will go back to it. 
That's the oh, way I'm definitely, I, I'll I'm, go I'm, back. This is it. in my car, and it's yeah. not leaving yet because and, I want to enjoy this during the summer. Yeah, and and this and I, be, I'm hoping. I mean, I know he's out on tour, like after in the fall and stuff. I want this to be heard. I mean, as of this taping, it debuted at number 99 on the top 100 in Billboard, right. which is a shame. But it did have some other encouraging things in Billboard, you know, in in terms of Heat Seeker and this. Oh, I don't even know anymore. But I, I would hope this would climb as as the summer goes or even as the spring goes because it deserves it. And then the, the weird part, well, I shouldn't say weird part, uh, I was listening to um, Little Steven's um, Underground Garage and the song that he was picking was Rory and the Hurricane. So that's probably the single to sell. But there's other great songs on this record that I would really be happy if... But not, lo- looking back is not looking back would be a perfect AC hit. Definitely, yeah, it would. It re- I, yeah. I just think it needs. Even if they put it out with Rory and the Hurricanes, let both right. different yeah. genres pick it up. So, uh, I could see it being a great song. So I love yeah, and, and, and I one more thing I want to give Ringo a lot of credit for. There's no reason for Ringo to be making records for sales because that's not happening. Right, he's doing it because he's an artist. And it's something that artists do. You, you create. Yep. And there are other artists who have given up on creating, and they're much younger than Ringo. And there are some that should. And Well, some maybe that should, too, but that's something else. I'm glad that he's still continuing to create, and his levels have been high, you know, where they set the bar and everything. And I think he's been doing a good job on it. I've got to say something that's funny that you, you mentioned it that way. I was thinking about it the other day. It's strange to think that I will be going back to the current Ringo album far more than I can remotely go back to the last Elton John album. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, and I'm a, you know, I'm a, a huge, huge Elton John, Elton John yeah. fan. It, it, it's sort of like... Now, what's the last Elton John? Was that the, the Captain? Diving oh, board. the Diving Board. Oh, okay, because... Well, you know what, though? It's I funny like because... I like the Captain and me a lot. It's so funny. Captain, I, Captain and the Kid, yeah. Captain and the Kid, great record. Good. I will tell great you right record. now, I will go back to the latest Paul album and Ringo album before I will go back to the latest Beatles album. Latest Beatles album? Well, live live, live at the, the BBC, BBC, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good point. True. I will. True. Yeah. See, for me, I'll keep listening to the bootlegs like I never really stopped doing. No, but... <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. I, no, I, I, yeah. I like what the... New is still in my car. New is new. Partly because I'm just a slob yeah. and I never, you know, take that... <laughs> But, but no. You, you have eight-month-old uh, McDonald's wrapper still in your I don't eat like, McDonald's. No. It's Burger King. No, I, no, but I mean, I, I, I but will. But I know what you're talking about. It, it, I it's will interesting listen. That, you know, we're at the point with Paul and Ringo. They're still putting out music that, you know, you want to hear after the first week of yeah. its release. And it's not, you know. I, like, and we're not just saying it because we're, we're fans. We're no, saying but, it because we but actually like it. No, but 2012, I didn't go back to. And no. I still won't. Right. I'm the Some same parts, way. Right. Yeah. No, I won't take it out just like wildlife or whatever. Yeah. But, but Ringo, Postcards from Paradise, I will. And it's very funny. I, I will say this about this album. I know there's Ringo 2012. But this one, I have to think whether it's the first time or not. But nowhere on here does it say star. Oh, wow. Because. Well, it says Ringo on the. the yep. Ringo on the side, Ringo on the back, Ringo on the front. <laughs> Ringo, on Ringo the in the morning, Ringo in the evening, Ringo, Ringo in the afternoon. No, but <laughs> honestly, Ringo has now become like Cher, Madonna. No, I don't mean it. But one word. It's going to wear those when ass you, when you, No, no, no. But when, you know, <laughs> but when you say the word. Now I'm going to have to try to go to sleep tonight, dude. No, no, no. But when you well, say Ringo, you know who you're talking about. Well, and, it, and all, the, <laughs> Always. All, the, all the songs are credit to Richard Starkey. Right. So that's very interesting. 
When you say Ringo, you know. No, no. I just went there too. When you say Ringo, no, but really, Ringo has now become in history. If you say to someone Ringo, you know it's Ringo Starr. No, you're not thinking of the ballad of Ringo. Come on, you're thinking of Ringo Starr. You know who he is. So that's I, a good kudos. Point. Good point. That's a, I didn't think of it that way. But you're right. I just you know checking the whole thing. He, nowhere does it say Ringo Starr. Nowhere, man. No, I ain't going nowhere, man. <laughs> I want to hold your hand, man. On that note. On, on that, that note, note. Well, that just about does it for our review of postcards, postcards from Paradise, from a new record from Ringo. Uh, Ringo who? <laughs> Ringo Starr. <laughs> and uh, thank Sounds you for good. listening to us here on the Fab for Free For All. I'm your moderator for today, Rob. Rob. <laughs> and uh, joining me, of course, is... Tony. And Mitch. Do you guys have last names? Oh, no, no, we don't need star. anymore. Oh, that's right. That's right. That, that's I'm Mitch right. Star. <laughs> that's right. I'm Rob. That's good. Star. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. And you're Tony Star. <laughs> We're all just stars. Yeah. And thank you for Everybody listening. We'll see you next time. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. That's just as bad as Claire. Oh, come on now. Don't be ragging on Claire. Oh, ragging on Claire now. No, don't be ragging on Claire. I think Claire's ragging on us. Nice. <laughs> That's a great song. Ew. That's- I'll do the intro. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> Hold it. Are we recording? I guess we are. Oh, I'm, well... Hi, 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 you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we haven't had a good you. (laughs) With good reason. With very good reason. Hi, 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 love you. (laughs) Tony's going to die again. Oh, my God. The reincarnated Tony is back. Did you realize that? Just to say you. That it it came or extra texture comes around on the day we review wildlife. That's kind of funny. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, George. That would be like, wouldn't it be really funny to just give somebody for Christmas, like, a four pack? Here's your intro to the Beatles. Extra texture, wildlife, Ringo the Fourth, and sometime in New York City. Go. Go. Oh. (laughs) Who are these guys again? What the? What the? What the hell? That's All right, funny. anyway, well, And then you give him She's the Boss just to screw him up about the stones. <laughs> she's the boss? Oh, my God. And here, by the way, I have satanic majesty. Oh, there my God. There you go. You Someone kill majesty. me. That's funny. And victim oh. of love. <laughs> jump up. <laughs> I like me jump too, up. Okay. Although, although some of it. I mean, I am your robot. Yeah, that can go. But <laughs> Empty Garden's great. Empty Garden, All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet, well, yes, but the, what's the other single? Um... Oh, she. Blue eyes. No, blue eyes is great. Baby's got little genie. Little genie wasn't on. No, little genie's on twenty-one to thirty-three. Uh, but wait, there was another one. Um, uh, dear John. No, no, no. Come on, now I'm. There was another single. Yes, on Jump Up. Come on. 
Oh, that album's got some of my favorite. Ball and Chain. Ball and Chain. Hate it. Yeah. I got a ball and chain. Yeah. You, know, you know what I hate heart. about like, that? Oh my God! Could you suck any more on this song? I, I hate. It's I, so. It's all. It's almost like it's a waste. I just of called to, to say, say I love you. It's the biggest waste of Pete Townsend's talent. Oh my ever. God! Well, you know. I got a ball did, did and Gary chain. Did Gary write a lot of lyrics for that record? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Gary Wright. Yeah, if we ever do... Work no, not Gary no. Wright. Gary Osborne. Oh, oh I'm thinking. Okay, I was okay, about okay. to say, okay. wasn't that... Yeah, Russ Tidelman's part. Yes, yeah, okay, you're right. No, was... not Russ Tidelman. Jack Oliver's oh part. Oh, my God. Yes, Can yes. we go, like, from six yeah. degrees of everybody? <laughs> that was Clint Harrigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary Osborne. I'll bop mm. him upside the head for some of those tunes. <laughs> Are we ready? We're ready. All right, hang on. Here we go. Hello, this is Ringo. Peace of love, peace of love, and I just want to... Ringo, could you sign this for me? No, thank you, oh, but peace of love. All right. Start <laughs> again. Peace? Is it peace? I, I'd love to. <laughs> is that not Ringo Starr? Not this a is, bit like this it. This is not Ringo Starr. Okay, that's better. Give peace a chance. Who's the guy who sword the fest? Oh, <laughs> my God. Like... Just do the freaking show. <laughs> peace, Welcome to... Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another Start edition. cold. I'm not cold. I'm not cold. It's very warm in here. Oh my actually. god! I'm wearing my jacket. A, I'm sweating like a slob. Well, <laughs> well, I am. I got a ball and chain. <laughs> Elton John songs. <laughs> Go. You know, I could see a Three Little Birds type. Jacob Marley? I could see... No. <laughs> Scrooge. I will show you three bridges on this evening. <laughs> wow. I know Bob Marley, yeah, people. Bob Come on. Bob Marley. So imagine uh, you know, Jacob Marley doing uh, One Love. <laughs> oh. With chains rattling in the background. <laughs> get together and feel all right. All right. All right, Ebenezer. <laughs> Wow. We're losing it. Wow. Yeah, it's late when we're wow. doing this, and boy, did we just burn a bridge. Okay. So, so it, 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 